I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. We're going to get into a big email roundup this hour where I'm going to flip the stack over and start at the back, and then we'll see what questions that I missed from a long time ago. What, Chris? I know I said I was going to do that last hour, Chris, but this time I'm majorly focused. We're going to talk about institutions the seizing of them, what that does for you, how it gives the communists legal power. We'll get to that shortly. I'm worried about some things, not anything specific, but well, I'll get to that here in just a moment. All that, so much more coming up this hour on the Jesse Kelly Show. I actually want to begin here with this one. Oracle and Burger Swami. Earlier this week, FBI informant Smirnoff was denied release from prison for allegedly lying about Biden bribery details. As an apprentice oracle, I'm wondering why no one else is seeing that this seems to be the way this administration provides the, quote, Epstein treatment. Now, I'm going to skip past this specific FBI informant. I'll just, again, recap what we've talked about before. Why are they burning an informant? You never see this. Why don't you ever see this? Well, allow me to explain. If I'm in, we'll make this about the FBI right now. All right. If I'm in the FBI, I'm an agent in the FBI. 
I will, I will have informants. There will be informants with my department, with my field office. And about 100% of the time, the informants are criminals themselves. That's how they know about the criminal activity. When someone walks in my office, hey, Agent Kelly, I'd like to sit down with you. I found out about an uh, illegal gambling operation that's going on in my neighborhood. How did he find out about that? Because he was there. He was part of it, right? So your informants are almost always criminals of some kind. Criminal or criminal adjacent, meaning no, I don't actually participate in the illegal gambling den, but I serve them drinks if they want some, that, that, that kind of thing, right? Criminal or criminal adjacent. And they, because of that, they understand the informant will oftentimes walk on the wrong side of the law. And oftentimes, because your informant is a criminal, your informant will lie, Criminals are liars. All people are liars, but criminals themselves are liars, big time. So here's how you have to handle that if you're in the FBI. Occasionally, oftentimes, one of your informants, criminals, will bring you information that is bunk. It's garbage. And you know it right when you see it. It's too good to be true. It's too specific. It's too much. And you're saying to yourself, wait, this doesn't seem right. So how do you handle that if you're in the FBI? Well, here's how they handle it every other time. And I've talked to several agents who backed me up on this. That's why I'm bringing it to you. How that almost always is handled is... You take the information from your employment. Oh, oh thank you for this uh, paper on uh, this illegal mob acti activity going on in the neighborhood. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. You take that piece of paper. You put it in his file or you shred it. But one thing you don't do, you don't pursue the bunk information and you don't burn your informant for giving you bunk information because him lying to you is built into the process. He is a criminal, after all, who's living that life anyway. What you don't do is get that piece of paper from him and say, hey, this is a lie. You know what? We're bringing you up on charges. You can't just lie like that. That's what they don't do. So what happened with Mr. Smirnoff? I wonder how many vodka jokes that guy's heard in his life. But setting that aside, what happened with uh, Mr. Smirnoff? Why is it they're going after him? Well, you already know why. The FBI is no longer an anti-crime organization. It's now a secret state police agency that works exclusively for Democrats and attacks Republicans. That's what it is. We now live in a country with a secret state police agency. That's what the Federal Bureau of Investigation is. And as the secret state police organization of the country, they view part of their role as protecting Joe Biden because he's a Democrat, because he's a card-carrying member of the system. So they're doing something now 
they never do, and they're doing something that's going to have consequences going forward. They're taking an informant who may or may not have given them bad information. We'll never know this, right? But they're taking this informant, and they're burning him. They're charging him. They're charging him. Whether or not what he did was wrong or not, I don't know. We'll never know. They're charging the informant to protect Joe Biden. They're charging the informant so that gives them legal cover. It gives them political cover to run to the media and say, I told you Joe Biden was innocent. Look at this informant. He's a dirty liar. Look, he's already been brought up on charges, guys. This is what they do so well, the communists. They institutionalize their religion well, they, they put their religion into our institutions, institutionalizing it makes it sound like they're checking in into a nuthouse. They make sure their religion becomes woven into the fabric of our institutions, including our legal institutions, and it gives them official cover to politic using official institutions. If you want the FBI to go after your political opponents, if you want them to protect you, well, what you need to do is ensure that the FBI is full of committed communists and you will find the FBI doing your bidding. Here's another great example of this, another wonderful example. And then I'm getting to all the emails that Chris said I wouldn't get to. Here's a great example. The American Psychological Association. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you haven't. It's the APA. It is, by a mile, the largest psychological uh, organization. This is not a tiny group. It's the largest in the world. Over 157,000 members. Budget well over $100 million. This is a wealthy, powerful organization. If you've ever dealt with a psychologist, the chances they've gone through or are part of this organization are high, to put it mildly. Here's a headline. This is how the communist does what he does. Headline. APA adopts groundbreaking policy supporting transgender, gender diverse, and non-binary individuals. The leading psychological association on the planet got taken over by committed communists. It's frankly been really bad for a long time, but now it's much worse. And now... What's going to happen is when the communist wants to take your children away from you in your red state, the communist is going to have medical cover to do so. How is it that in a state like Indiana, remember we did that story, Indiana, Montana, how the state would seize your child from you because you won't tell your little boy he can turn into a little girl? Well, here's how it happens. It happens officially. You see... Officially, hey, this is a licensed psychologist. He sat down with little Billy, and little Billy told him that he wants to be a woman. And the psychologist, I mean, after all, he's fully accredited. The psychologist says, well, that's obviously something little Billy can decide. Clearly, he is a woman. Mom, dad, don't you agree with me, the psychologist, that Billy's a woman? <gasps> you don't? No way. Hey, Police, go arrest these parents. It's me, Mr. Psychologist. I told you Billy could change his gender. After all, the American Psychological Association 
They've confirmed all this. The communist finds a way to get legitimacy for his most depraved, insane ideas. And he gets that legitimacy by conquering the institutions who are tasked with handing out legitimacy. If I want to be a psychologist, how difficult do you think it would be for me to be become a psychologist today if I didn't believe in the insanity of changing the sex you were born with? If I didn't believe that, which I don't, and I tried to be a psychologist today, how hard do you think it would be for me to get the accredited all the licenses, everything I'd need to do it, it would be borderline impossible. I have to be a committed communist to get it done. That's what I mean by them finding a way to take over the institutions and then the institutions hand you legitimacy, legitimizing the most insane, disgusting things. That's how the communist operates. I'll touch on that just just a little bit more, and then we're going to get to the emails. Before I touch on that, let me touch you. No, not. I don't want to. I want to change how I said that. Let me get some Giza Dream Sheets touching you. The greatest sheets ever. Mike Lindell's Giza Dream Sheets. One of the best selling things they've ever done for a reason. These things are glorious, and they're always doing these big blowout sales. Right now, you can get a queen size set. King size set, 10 bucks more. You spend a third of your life in bed. Spend a third of your life wrapped in Giza Dream Sheets. And listen, they have many specials for my listeners right now. When you go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Special Square, you'll even see my slippers 60% off. Promo code JESSE, though. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Go get some. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Chris, I'm so proud of you for digging into some Johnny Rivers finally. That's not, don't, don't besmirch it just because it was my idea. You know your head was bobbing in there a little bit. Yes, it was. Yes, it was, you dirty liar. Remember tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, and you need to get your questions emailed in right now. All three hours dedicated to you tomorrow. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Ask me anything doesn't have to be political one more thing on this i was talking about how there's how they seize the institutions how they seize the psychological institutions remember the communist starts he starts from what he wants what he wants and then he figures out not how to make what he wants popular he figures out how to make what he wants into a reality he's going to force you into what he wants He's not interested in popularity. He's interested in making it a reality. All right, so let's begin with what he wants. Again, this is hard for normal people to understand and accept this because normal people, someone like you, you don't look at someone else's kid, even a misbehaved kid or a kid acting in a way you don't like. You never would look at that kid and think to yourself, you know what? I'm going to go pull them aside. I don't want to go teach them the manners they, they need. You know what? You know, step aside, mom and dad. I'm taking this kid for an hour, and I'm going to teach them the real reality. You, it would never occur to you to do that, ever. You would respect another parent, even if they're screwing up their kid. You would. 
but it would never occur to the communist not to do Rebecca that. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. They're very honest. They believe your children belong to them. Okay, so they understand. Remember, the communist understands human nature better than the person on the right does. The communist understands that you are going to be resistant to that. You don't want Aiden, Jaden, and Braden to learn how to cut their penis off. So how's he going to get your kids? He's not going to change what he believes. Remember, he believes he should raise your children. So how's he going to get them if you don't want him to get your children? Well, he's going to go after them by seizing the institutions where your children will pass through. He's going to seize the education system. Soon, his pink-haired freak second-grade teacher will be calling him they-them. He's going to seize things like the American Psychological Association. So when he wants to take your child from you so he can make sure your daughter can cut her breasts off and pretend to be a boy, he will be protected by legitimacy. He'll be protected by legitimacy because the institutions of the nation are the ones that hand out legitimacy. So when they take over the APA, it's not a small deal. It's a big deal, and it's part of their plan to take over everything. That's how the communist thinks, a religion of domination and destruction. They plan. We have to be planners, too. We have to plan for things. We have to plan for the future. We have to plan for our dogs in their later years. We have to come up with a plan for when our dogs turn 10 or 11. You see, just hoping Muffy makes it a little longer is not a plan. Hope is not a plan, as the old saying goes. Rough Greens is a plan. Fred is three. We adore that big fluffy idiot. So we really would like him to be around until he's 15, longer if we can. I'm not hoping he does. We're planning for it by giving him rough greens. We pour rough greens on every meal. All natural nutritional supplement loaded with all the vitamins and minerals, anything Fred needs. Go try it for your dog. You will see a difference in your dog, no matter their age, their, their breath, their coat, digestion. Fred doesn't even have digestive problems anymore. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse for a free jumpstart trial bag or call 833-33-MY-DOG. Let's get to all these emails just like I promised, Chris. Hey, Jesse, now remember, some of these are old, old, months old, prior to Christmas old. Some of them may be completely stale. I don't know. Let's find out together. Jesse, you always honor firefighters and police officers, which is awesome. I want to honor you because you are a Marine and serve this country in dangerous times. I was a firefighter 32 years. I did see danger, but the danger you saw was more than I could imagine. Nonsense. Firefighters face it all the time. Nonsense. Jesse, Nikki Haley is part of the WEF. Have you ever mentioned this, or do I need to flog myself for missing part of your show? Well, look, of course we talk about the WEF, but what I don't talk about a lot is Nikki Haley. I should probably explain this. I understand it's fun to dog on Nikki Haley, and I dog on her from time to time. I do enjoy making fun of her. I don't, I don't ignore Nikki Haley because of animosity, although I do have animosity towards her. I ignore Nikki Haley because she's not important. 
she's not important. What 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 does it gain any of us now to talk about Nikki Haley to dog on Nikki Haley? She's an also ran. She's running in a primary for who knows what reason. But unless Donald Trump loses his mind and picks her as vice president, what does she matter? As soon as this primary stomping is over, she'll be gone. We probably won't ever have to deal with her again. So I just don't talk about her much at all. The World Economic Forum we do talk about. Jesse, the jig is up. Now that your therapist has told you to let go of your imaginary friend Chris, listeners want to know whose voice it is on the the podcast bumper saying things. You got that right. Fighting for freedom every day. You're listening to Jesse Kelly. Is that is that Michael? No. That guy who does the Jesse Kelly show. They have... Get this. Oh, can we say his name, Chris? Are we allowed? Okay, his first name. We're allowed to say his first name. His first name is Gary. But this isn't unique to Gary. There are guys... Isn't this crazy? I didn't find this out until I started doing radio just a few years ago. I remember I'm new to all this media stuff. There are dudes... And their voice is so incredible that that's how they make a living, just being a voice guy. I, I, Gary doesn't just do that, I'm sure, for my show. Gary, you probably hear Gary's voice everywhere and don't even know it. He's just one of these guys who has a voice. Just as one of, it's like a, like a hand model. Like God just gave him to you, right? I could be a hand model, Chris. I feel like, what, Chris? I feel like I could be. Anyway, a hand model. It's just... Those are the hands you've been given, and they're apparently so beautiful and perfect. Mine are so rugged and handsome that I could be a hand model. Don't shake your head, Chris. All right, I want to do one more example of institutionalizing the insanity. Hang on. Jesse Kelly returns next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the show, you can download it on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. All right, I'm going to play something for you. It's insane, right? And you're going to know it's insane when you hear it. But I want you to understand this. The person speaking here is not only a former U.S. attorney, but she is a law professor at University of Michigan Law School. Now, as an Ohio State fan, it is my duty to never, ever, 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 ever give that disgusting school in Michigan a compliment. But I will say, oh gosh, this hurts me. It is a really good school a prestigious school, their law school most definitely is, this human being you're about to hear, you want to talk about capturing the institutions of a society, this isn't some 22-year-old wingnut on the sidewalk. This human being is a former U.S. attorney and educates the next generation of lawyers and judges Listen to this. And that's because some of our greatest strengths can also be our Achilles heel. So, for example, our deep commitment to free speech in our First Amendment. It is a cherished right. It is an important right in democracy. And nobody wants to get rid of it. But it makes us vulnerable to claims that anything we try to do to regulate speech is censorship. Of course, the Supreme Court has held that all fundamental rights, even the right to free speech, can be limited as long as there is a compelling governmental interest and the restriction is narrowly tailored to achieve that interest. But I think anytime someone tries to do anything that might limit 
limit free speech, people claim censorship. I mean, just look at the case the Supreme Court heard today about efforts by the states of Florida and Texas to prevent social media companies from moderating content online. And they call it censorship, that they are trying to silence conservative voices. Her name is Barb McQuaid. She teaches future generations of lawyers and judges. And Barb McQuaid, she really hates it that you can just say whatever you want. Why are you oh, why are you allowed to say things that Barb McQuaid disagrees with? She thinks it's wrong. And she wants to stop you from saying it. But of course, now, uh, don't you love it? We talk about this all the time. Don't you love how she tried, tried the best she could to give you the soft landing on, her, her, on the horrific tyranny that she loves? She wants to be the dictator who determines what you can and can't say. She wants to make sure you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to say this. Not allowed to say that. But she understands how that sounds. Remember, so much of the American communist is trying to bring communism into the United States of America while keeping Norm and Norma calm and trying to make it sound like that's not what he's doing. They Remember, they did that with the Christians and Christian nationalism. We played that for you a million times recently where the lady goes on TV and she says, ah, these dirty Christian nationalists and, and how horrible they are. They're going to ruin America. I mean, not Christians, though. I mean, definitely not Christians, guys. I'm not talk- talking about them. But these Christian nationalists, she does the same thing here. Lady, why don't you just come out and say it? Just say it. I don't think Jesse should be allowed to say things I disagree with. I believe he should be arrested if he does. Why don't you just say it? She doesn't say it because she knows that'll wake your neighbor Norm up to who these people are. And that's because some of our greatest strengths can also be our Achilles heel. So, for example, our deep commitment to free speech in our First Amendment. It is a cherished right. It is an important right in democracy. Before she goes on, do you hear what she just did right off the bat? Right off the bat. Our deep commitment to free speech, which is a cherished right, and it's an important right in our democracy. Again, she had to throw in the word democracy, even though we're not a democracy, but that's part of how they changed the language. Those, those first two things she just did there, that's for Norm. That's not for you. That's so Norm sitting at home will calm down about this whole censorship thing. Oh, she doesn't mean me. Remember, she said it's a cherished right. Nobody wants to get rid of it, but it makes us vulnerable to claims that any nobody wants to get rid of it now here's a list of reasons why we need to get rid of it thing we try to do to regulate speech is censorship of course the supreme court has held that all that human being teaches generations of future lawyers and judges something right all right back to the back of the email pile oracle of oracles I have the opportunity to travel to Ireland next fall for a destination wedding. Was planning on taking a few extra days to travel around Europe. As of now, I have Omaha, Utah Beach, the Somme, Verdun on the itinerary. Any other must-see locations I should visit or I should visit while I'm over there? Okay. Wow, that one's pretty old. I bet you I already missed him because that one's from like four months ago. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get to some of these European destinations. Well, you know, I'm. Half European now that I've been to Europe once and I speak quite a bit of European, if I may say so myself. If I had, man, if I had one site I had to see from the one place I've actually been in Europe, you know what? I'll tell you where. I'll tell you exactly where. 
if you go to Cologne, Germany, you will see this massive church, this massive cathedral. It's like five or six hundred years old. It's, 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 you'll see it. Believe me, you'll see it sticking out there. Well, adjacent to this cathedral, there's this little cafe, and they have the best croissants I have ever eaten in my life. What, Chris? You're shaking your head at these croissants. I'm serious. I don't know what they did to these things, but I think I had something like four of them when I was having breakfast. If I had to go to one place in Europe, it would probably be that little cafe. I hope that helps. You'll find it by the old cathedral in Cologne. Jesse, what are your thoughts on whether local elections should list party affiliation? Of course they should. The reason your local elections don't have party affiliation, let me just spoil it for you, it's because the communists are trying to get into power in your local area that doesn't support communism. It's the only reason you would ever take that away. You should insist that your city council, that your school board, that all of them list Party association. This is a way they've managed to obfuscate things, Chris. It's a way they've obfuscated. Chris, I know you're not up on the words that I use. It can be hard for uneducated swine like you. But people like me, we get it. Let's, let's talk about what the communist wants. Does he, does he really want to imprison you? Or am I being over the top when I talk about that? Well, I don't know. Let's listen to him next. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Don't forget, you can email the show your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for tomorrow. Email those into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All three hours to you, to you and your questions. Every now and then... Especially these days, the communists will be honest. Why does this happen more and more in America now? Why do they say things now that they would never have said before? Because they look around and they feel like they have not everything they want because the communist can never have everything he wants. It's, it's his religion. But they feel like they have enough power to make, make it happen. And they feel untouchable oftentimes. And so every now and then, they just kind of come right out and say it. The View is great for that. That's why we love playing View clips on the show. It's just a few hags sitting around a table with an all-hag audience. All of them hate themselves and hate America and hate you and hate everything that is good. And all their production staff is the same. The people they live, work, and worship around are all the same. And so these people never encounter normal people. Well, what happens when you never encounter someone like you is you just eventually get really, really comfortable in this bubble existence you live in. And when you get in that bubble existence, you will find yourself being really honest. Here's Whoopi Goldberg from today being Really honest. Well, the Supreme Court won't hear oral arguments until the end of April. Now, I just, you know, just let's look at a scenario where the Supreme Court says, yes, he has that. He has all those rights. He is immune from everything. You know what Joe Biden could do since he is presently president? What? Whoa. (laughs) He could throw every Republican in jail. (laughs) 
Weird how honest they can get, isn't it? Hey, hey, not that it's ever occurred to me, but uh, look, hey, if we could do whatever we wanted, that's essentially what she said there. If we can do whatever we wanted, we could just throw Republicans in jail. I mean, not that I want that. Ha, ha, ha. It would never occur to me. But, I mean, if we, we, could, if, if we wanted to, we certainly could. They can't help themselves, man. All right. Dear Macho Tacho Jesse, is it okay? This is from uh, a woman. Is it okay to shed some tears after being in a car accident? No one was hurt, but my car was totaled. I tried to hold in the tears, but once I called my dad to ask what I do, since I've never been in an accident, the tears just came. Not an ugly Kim Kardashian cry, but what do I do cry? I try being tough, but I think my womanly nerves overcame me. (laughs) I really don't want to be one of those girls that cries over everything. It's totally fine, ladies, to cry. Fellas, it's it's fine for you to cry. When I go anti-crying, I... I'm not going anti-crying at all. What I said was, in leadership positions, no. In the workplace, no. Running for president, no. You're out getting groceries and you total your car and it's an emotional thing. That's fine. My sister cried when she got me in a wreck when I was a kid. She was driving and there was this really bad place. She's going to be mad at me for telling you this story. There was this really bad place on the road. See, in... Uh, people who've never lived in really, really, really cold weather don't understand some things about driving on icy roads. In Montana, I'm just I'm being straight up with you here. There were situations where the road was so slippery, covered with such a sheet of ice that you know how there's a crown in the road, right? There's a crown in the middle of the road and then it slopes off for water runoff. You would be driving down the road. Let's say you're doing 25 miles an hour in a residential area. And your vehicle, as you're going forward, I don't mean stopped. I don't mean turning. As you're going forward, your vehicle will begin sliding down to the right towards the ditch or towards the sidewalk. It's really slippery sometimes and really, really, really dangerous. And it takes a lot of time to get to get to know how to use it. Well, my oldest sister... Look, there's only so much she can do. She's a woman. She can't learn how to drive on, in slippery conditions like that. And so she's a couple years older than me, and she's driving us to school in the morning. I don't have my license yet. And we go around this corner, and it's pure ice, making a left, making this bend around the corner. And she's got the wheel turned, but the car ain't a-turning. The car's still going. And vroom, down into the ditch we go. And there's this barbed wire fence. And we take out a couple fence posts. And, of course, it's my folks' car. We don't have a car. It's an SUV. I think it was an old Chevy Blazer or something like that, 1985 Chevy Blazer or something like that. And, of course, the car rolls over. I'm in the passenger seat. And now I'm laying there in the passenger seat. The car is rolled over. And Mickey starts crying. We're sitting there. She's sitting, hanging on in the driver's seat. And the back window had busted out. And that, was, I admit, was a little nerve-wracking. So we were all, all right, turn the car off, put it in park, crawl out the back of the car. And, of course, this is how you know you have a father that raised you right. The whole time, all Mickey can say is, Dad's going to kill me. <laughs> we were totally fine. And then some dude comes and, and helps me push the car back over. And then for some reason, I let, I let her get in the car and drive us back home. That was not only a mistake, it was illegal. Hey, kids, wait till the cops show up. Uh, she was a little hysterical, and I wasn't thinking of it at the time. But it turns out you can't leave the scene of an accident like that. That's illegal. Either way, 
Every now and then to this day, my right shoulder hurts a little bit. That's why I take Relief Factor every day. Every day. Relief Factor is a drug-free, all-natural thing you take every day. As you get older, those childhood injuries, the life you've lived will come back and visit you. Your knees, your joints, muscles, your neck, your back, your shoulder. Take Relief Factor. What it does is it helps your body fight inflammation naturally. It helps you fight inflammation naturally because we always grab the pill bottle, don't we? Ibuprofen, maybe something stronger. Let's not destroy our livers in in route to being pain-free. Three-week quick start kits for $19.95. Call 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF or go to relieffactor.com. Jesse, what do you think about the Convention of the States movement? It would be a viable way to tame the federal beast. I've had many people ask me about the, 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 the Convention of the States movement, and we're going to get to a couple illegal immigration stories and more Christian nationalism stuff here in a moment. But uh, look, if you were to tell me there was going to be a Convention of the States where we were going to slap Washington, D.C. around, basically get the states together, agree that Washington has become hostile to us, and get things back the way we want it, I would say fine. But it brings me back to something that we've talked about a bunch on the show, and it's something I believe all the way. We're not lacking good politicians, even though we don't have many of them. We're not lacking good laws. Most of our laws are horrible and should be repealed anyway, but what we're lacking is the people as a nation. As a nation, we have to change the culture, the heart of the people of the country. That is our ultimate goal. That is ultimately how we win. It's not by winning the presidency or the house or even your school board, right, or something like that, but the the school board part of it and the presidency, all of it, is part of trying to change the hearts of the people. That's what needs to change. You tell me there's going to be a convention of the states, fine. You tell me you're going to go right all the wrongs that are out there, fine. But those wrongs, the disaster that is our culture, will remain a disaster as long as the people remain a disaster. The only way out of this mess we're in is changing the culture changing the hearts of the people, changing the values of the people. And that's something that takes more time. It's going to take time, but we can't. All right. Speaking of values, Christian nationalism back in the news. Hang on. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from the Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 